Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Progressive Queens. This is our first episode of 2022. I was supposed to be on vacation until February, but I couldn't stay away. So I'm back um, again solo, um, but I am so happy, not happy um, to be here. So I'm happy because I'm here and I'm talking to all you who are watching this. But some of the circumstances um, that have led up to this, I, I'm just totally displeased with. So um, before I get started into my rant, I want to invite you all to like, share, comment, subscribe, and of course, support Tracy Media on the Patreon. I keep saying we have great things planned, but we really do. Um, we really do have some great things planned um, for 2022. So um, don't miss out on that, but like I said, get subscribe and also hit the notification button um, because once I upload videos, you'll get a up, um, notification notice from YouTube. So I'll get started. So this week, past two weeks have been very busy. Um, Joe Biden made a speech about voting, voters' rights, wrong location. Kirsten uh, Cinema or Kristen, whichever one her name is, she talked about uh, still wanting the filibuster to remain intact, um, thereby killing voters' rights. But we'll talk about reports that say she thinks she's going to be president somehow, um, and, and how Biden never invites a progressive to the White House, but always seems to invite Democrats like Kirkland Cinema. Get into that. Um, We'll also talk about what I still think is a waste of time, the January 6th committee. I still think this is such a waste of time. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to talk about Trump. Ugh, I don't want to talk about him. I just ate, so my whole stomach is just going to make me barf. Um, and then I want to um, end it all on a note that I want everyone to take. Um, he too. Um, so we'll start again. And I, I may jump out of order um, because again, I'm doing this on the fly and I'm going to try to remember to write things down. But when I try to write things down, I can never find a pen. But I want to first start off by talking about um, Joe Biden's speech um, on voters' rights. Um, you know, I've always contended, I don't understand why voters' rights, specifically for the African-American community, should just be every 25 years. This literally makes no sense to me. We need a bill, legislation that says, this is over with. We're not going to renew this every 25 years. It's permanent. Either I'm a citizen or I'm not a citizen. Stop with this. We're going to renew it every 25 years and extend it. No, make it permanent. Make it permanent. This is silly. You're making African-Americans second-class citizens. It needs to stop. Okay, past that point. So Joe Biden, y'all's president. Well, technically he's mine, but I still don't think he was the best choice, but that's neither here nor there. So Joe Biden made, and Kamala Harris made, a, made speeches in Georgia, and I can't show the clip because YouTube will hit me again, so I'm trying not to get on suspension, trying to stay off suspension. But basically, 
you know, they both pretty much had the same thing. We have to protect voters' rights. We have to protect voters' rights. Well, newsflash, you're in the wrong location. The people who you should have been trying to pump up to work for voters' rights are in West Virginia and Arizona because both of those senators have said, I'm not, because it's going to take the filibuster to get the voters' rights bill passed. They both said they're against suspending the filibuster, but yet they were for it when they extended when they raised the debt ceiling, but who cares about that? But again, you're making a speech in the wrong places. You could have sent Kamala to Arizona and you went to West Virginia. But of course, no, you don't do that. You make a pointless speech, knowing that even if by some miracle that the Voters Rights Act passed, most states have already drawn up their maps. It's going to be essentially too late in those regards. Now, yes, it might not be too late in terms of showing ID, but what, what about making that speech is going to stop states like Georgia and Indiana and Kentucky and Tennessee from just throwing hundreds of thousands of names, which mostly are Black, off of their voter rolls? What is it? that you want to do about that. That's a huge problem. And was it addressed? No, it wasn't addressed. Instead, it was all of this um, um, platitudes. That's the word I'm looking for, platitudes. It was a bunch of platitudes that really didn't lead anywhere. I, I wish the media would expose this and tell the American people that Joe Biden does not want voters' rights. If he did, he would have sense enough to take Air Force One, gas it up, and every place a senator said that they were against suspending the filibuster for this bill, he would be. Because it's not just cinema and mansion. Trust me, it's not. We've already had, and I can't think of the one senator's name, who's already said that he doesn't know whether he would want to suspend the filibuster. Um, and it wasn't one of those two. Um, and I, I just wonder, why can't people get that in their minds? He does not want voters' rights. Because again, if he wanted them, he would be taking Air Force One and going to all of those states where um, the senators have expressed that they don't want the filibuster to be removed. But again, he doesn't want the filibuster to be removed. Remember, it was Joe Biden that said, if you remove the filibuster, it's going to cause chaos. So it's like he's trying to have his cake and say to the public, oh, I'm for voters' rights. But yet you know what it takes. You say if it's removed, it's going to cause chaos. And then you question why we don't have voters' rights. You just say you don't want it. Stop lying to people. Stop saying, oh, I want to work for the African American. No, you don't. You wrote the 1994 crime bill. Can we just keep this real for a second? You wrote the crime bill. You were friends with Storm um, Norman. I think that's his name, the racist senator from South Carolina. Um, you, I'm so tired of the Democratic Party. And yes, we know there are 50 Republican piece of garbage senators who 
who for some reason, and you know what? You could take Air Force to those places too. You could fly into some place like Kentucky and say, hey, Mitch McDonald doesn't like black people. Boom. You could run commercials in there and tell those people in Kentucky, hey, call Mitch McConnell and Rand Paul and tell them to vote for the voters' rights. Easy. But you don't do it because you don't want it. If you wanted something, you would work to make it happen. You are the president of the United States. Your bully pulpit goes further than anyone in this country. You could literally hold a press conference at eight o'clock in the evening and everything off the television would come off and we would carry your press conference. Do that? Nope. Instead, it's this, oh, I want voters right, but oh, if you get rid of the filibuster, it's going to cause chaos. It's like, which one is it? Is it, is it you, you want your cake and you want to eat it too, that expression? Or do you just think we're just stupid? I think it's the latter. Because it's too many people that buy into that argument. And to be honest, not that I know every Black person across the world, I don't, or even every Black person in America, I don't. But the people who I talk to, we're tired of it. It's like you haven't, you know, you haven't done anything in terms of this. I'm not talking about, you know, the $2,000 checks that somehow turned into $1,400. But okay, I guess we can forget that. We should forgive that because we did get $1,400. Although we should be getting payments during the whole pandemic. But hey, that's just my opinion. Um, but I, I just wonder, why do they want people to vote for them again? I mean, they literally when in 2020, in 2019, somewhere where he was campaigning. I remember him saying in Georgia, hey, if you give me two, these two senators, Ossoff and Warnock, we're gonna do great things. We're gonna pay, we're gonna eliminate student loan debt. We're gonna pass a $15 minimum wage. We're gonna do, we're gonna, you know, voters rights. I think he promised that. Oh, and he promised the $2,000 checks. But again, I'm gonna try to let that go. You get the two senators elected, but now you have two alternative senators who are now being that opposition. That's not coincidental. And I wish that the American public would understand that those two are just a shield, one for Joe Biden himself, because he holds to what they say and he's just using them as a shield and second, there's more senators that agree with those two that are using them as a shield also. And that would be Cinema and um, Manchin. There's no way you cannot tell me that you could not have a press conference or a, a rally in West Virginia. Let's just, let's just pretend that these are the only two senators because you, you know you're not gonna. No, I'm gonna throw in those two plus the 50. I'm, I'm going to throw in all the Republican senators that are against this and the two Democrat senators. I'm going to put them all in the um, same bucket. You can't tell me that you can't do a 52-state tour within a few days. You can't have a national rally 
and you call for Americans to contact their senators on that day, you can you can literally do that. But will you? No. Will the DNC actually run commercials in those 50 states where those senators are, plus the two states that the um, that the Democrats sentiment and mansion are in? Nope. And it's like, why? You have the money. I mean, you sent me about a thousand emails asking for it. So somebody's giving you money. You have the money to run a national campaign. Either you're saving it and putting it in your own pocket. You just don't want voters' rights either. And I think it's the latter. I don't think the Democratic Party. I mean, there's some Democrats that want voters' rights. Don't get me wrong. You know, there's the Cory Bushes, the Jamal Bowmans, the Mondeer, um, oh, I forget Mondeer's name, but it's going to come to me. It's those type of, you know, Democrats that do want voters' rights. But there are few because leadership is totally not saying that. Leadership is like, oh, well, whatever happens, we tried. No, you're not trying hard enough, and it's intentional. It's so obvious it's intentional that I wish people would wake up to it's intentional. It's intentional that Joe Biden makes a speech again in the wrong place to motivate people who already voted for him. And you can say, yes, they voted for him because he wasn't Trump and that may not happen the next time. I get it. But you could have did a flyover. Just been like, hey, Georgia, what's up? We're going to Arizona. You could have went to Georgia and Arizona and West Virginia on the same day. Nope, can't do it because you don't want to make Joe and Kirsten mad because they might not vote for what you want. They're not going to vote for what you want anyway. And this is all leading back to my original point. It's because Joe Biden does not want voters' rights. If he did, the whole conversation would have been different. Could you imagine if day one, or maybe day 10, because it takes some time to settle in, the maybe the month after his presidency, he would say, okay, you either sign it, or hey, you may not get a road in your state. Now that's harsh politics, but sometimes you have to play that harsh game to get what you really want. He doesn't do this. He does this, oh, well, they'll realize that they're wrong. No, they won't. 50 Republicans have told you literally screw you. That's literally what they're saying to you. And now you're wanting me to think that they're going to somehow come to the light. They're not going to come to the light because you're not Trump and you're not Republican. Everything you say, they're going to be against. So, like I said, you could easily, the Democratic Party easily could run commercials in all of those 50 states where senators are saying they don't want voters' rights. Hold a rally one day, middle of the week, Saturday, whatever. And you can hold marches. Marches might be better. And all the people at those marches slash rallies would just contact their senators and say, hey, if you don't vote for voters' rights, we're not supporting you. And let's just see how that goes. And commercial after commercial after commercial, you would probably get some of those Republicans to jump and vote the way you want. Well, will they do that? No. Because again, like Joe Biden, the Democratic Party does not want voters' rights, period. 
I know people are gonna say it that I'm crazy for saying that, but prove me wrong. Anything that this party has done has been to the detriment of poor people, black people, for white people, for Hispanic people, for Asian people specifically. And until we kind of wake up and start calling them the liars that they really are, nothing's gonna change. Um, and so again, I thought, really dude, you're making a speech in Georgia. Wrong place, wrong. Did you say what you were gonna do? No. Um, so again, just had to go on that rant. And so um, I'm moving on to my next thing. I, wait a minute, let me take a breath first because that was a lot. That was a whole lot. So I'm just gonna take a breath here. And I want to now talk about, speaking of the voters, right? Kirsten Cinnamon. I have nothing positive to say, nothing. She pulled the okie doke on all the people of Arizona who I feel tremendously bad for because they were duped into voting for this wolf in sheep clothing. She literally said in an interview, and maybe she doesn't feel this way anymore, that John Lewis was her hero. You have the opportunity to suspend the full filibuster to vote for the John Lewis Voters' Rights Act, but you say no because we need to work in a bipartisan manner. Who in the world said we have to work in bipartisan manner? Who, who said that? It's not bipartisan in that, well, <coughs> pardon me. It is bipartisan when it's military spending, cutting social services, and disenfranchising poor and people of color. That's when it's bipartisan. But her whole, like she totally missed the racist pass of the filibuster. Like she, it just went totally past her head and I wish I could show that clip because YouTube isn't gonna let me. Uh, oh my goodness, I might link it in the description. I was just like, girl, if you don't sit down somewhere, sit down, shut up. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, I've heard stupidity before. I put up with both Trump and George W. Bush. Still can't decide, well, which one of them is the dumbest. I, I really can't. But her, oh my gosh. I mean, she literally got up there and basically said, that I can't suspend the filibuster because it won't lead to bipartisanship. But yet, she voted to suspend the filibuster when it came to raising the debt ceiling. Well, isn't, isn't that amazing? You know, when something affects the budget, she's more than able to make adjustments. But when it comes to Black people, not so much. Uh, like I said, you have to see it. It's amazing how, how diabolical this lady is. And she literally doesn't care. At least with Joe Manchin, his excuses are dumb. And you're like, okay, that doesn't even make sense. But hers, it's like, he gives you an end game. He's like, okay, I'll do this, this, and this. Which, of course, he won't because he lies about everything he says. She's just like, 
I'm just here to be a thorn. That's my, I'm just here to be a thorn. I, there's no number you're going to come up with. I'm going to be against it. How do you, totally separate issue, how do you say to the people in Arizona, I'm for a $15 minimum wage? Well, here comes a bill, $15 minimum wage, and you, you do that same as this. And you make a scene about you voting no. No, she gave no justification. None. And I wonder how the people of, if you live in Arizona, please comment. How do you all feel? Because she really pulled the wool over people's eyes. I mean, when she was in Congress, don't forget she did start in Congress. When she was in Congress, she was like, it was like totally different than what you see now. Now that she's in the Senate, I'm like, oh, goodness. We, I don't want to blame the people of Arizona for her, but she didn't get elected by herself. But she, she definitely pulled the wool over the people of Arizona's um, uh, She definitely did that. But she's up for election, I think, 2025. So in three years, is she going to do the, you know, politician trying to get reelected by starting to pass bills? Does she want to be a Republican? What is, I don't get what her end game is. Manchin, I kind of know what his end game is. So I'm like, okay, you're just an idiot. I can deal with that. She's an idiot. I can't deal with it because I don't know what her end goal is. It just seems like she's there just to cause trouble. And I think that's why so many people are annoyed with her. It's like she has no agenda. She has nothing that she wants to do. I mean, like you look at other senators like Bernie Sanders, Medicaid for all, Elizabeth Warren. Um, I, oh boy, I can't even think of what she wants to do. Oh, she wants to, um, you know, have greater oversight of the banks and wants to break Facebook up. I literally don't know what Kirsten Sinema wants to do. I put her in the same category as Marjorie Green. No agenda, just be against whatever President Biden says. That's really what I think her agenda is. And for me, it's like, I can't deal with that. I mean, I might as well vote Republican if I'm gonna vote that. If I'm gonna vote for her versus somebody else, I'd rather vote for the Republican. Because at least I know what I'm getting with her. It's like, I don't know what your belief systems are. I don't know what you think because you are willing to change it for that money. And that's a dangerous politician. Anytime you have a politician that believed one thing when they were in Congress, um, when they ran for Senate, they promoted those things. They said, yes, I did these things. And then when you get in the Senate, you completely flip. That means you were never for the things that you did in Congress. And that's scary that we have, not just her, because there's other politicians that do the same thing, but that, that is scary. I'd rather have senators like mine or just like, I'm not gonna vote for this. Yes, they're idiotic. Yes, they are not intelligent, but at least I know what their end game is. Hers, she, she doesn't do interviews because she knows she's trash. She has her constituents arrested when they protest out of her office. So obviously she doesn't want to hear from her constituents. 
But I bet in 2024, she's going to all of a sudden just see the light. And Joe Biden will be right there if he, if, no, I'm not going to say that. Joe Biden will be right there in campaigning for him. No doubt about it. Because that's who the Democratic Party is. The end. Not the end, because now I'm moving on to my next topic. Um, I want to talk about the waste of time, January 6th investigation. Why is this going on? Why are we wasting millions of dollars to subpoena people who said they won't testify? Whatever happened to the Department of Justice? Like, are they just sitting around like, oh, we don't know, we let me paint my nails and I gotta go grocery shopping and I gotta go to, gotta go get my pet cleaned and have the, the pet's nails clipped. Oh, I gotta take Susie to choir rehearsal. What is it that they're doing? Like they should be the ones leading this investigation. And then after they get done investigating, take it to Congress and be like, this is what we found. We need to subpoena this person, this person, this person. And basically, without Trump, it's a done deal. Anyway, we know he knew that there was a group that was coordinating the um, terrorist attack because that's what it was. It was a terrorist attack. And we know that because, well, I'll say he knew because there were too many, like his son tried to call and tell those people to go home. Um, Mark Meadows called him and said, hey, tell those people to go home. If he didn't know, either he's completely stupid or he was half complacent. You know, you know how you know, like you hear on the street, somebody did something, but you actually didn't see it yourself. That's what I mean by halfway complicit. Because there, there's just no way that he did not know about it. And maybe that's what they're trying to prove. Okay, maybe, but again, <coughs> pardon me, again, that needs to be the Department of Justice doing that investigation and calling and subpoenaing witnesses, not Congress. Look, we are in the middle of a pandemic. We have, uh, of course, Omicron and Delta variants and all of these other things that are coming up. We have people that have lost their jobs and they can't get to work or can't go back to work because their place of employment is closed. You have a whole lot more other things to worry about than a pre-planned attack by an orange-faced man that can't admit that he lost an election. That's basically what January 6th comes down to. Trump lost, he got butt hurt, he planned this. Oh no, this was planned way back in what, 20, when was the election? 2020, 2019, so let me go back. They knew he was going to lose in 2019. That's why he said things like, oh, I'll trust the election if it says I won. He knew he was going to lose. He knew he was going to lose. So therefore, plant in people's minds that if he loses, oh, it had to be, it had to be because the ballots weren't counted right. And it had to be because, um, you know, the evil Democrats somehow, uh, got into the machines and turned those votes from Trump to Biden. If you don't sit down with your ridiculous sounding self, we're wasting millions of dollars again because some orange-faced man 
decided that because the election didn't go his way, he's going to send his cronies who are not of the most intelligent people out there to go to the Capitol. Like, what, like, what did you think that was going to accomplish? Like, you went to the White House. You're going to make them not certify Biden. He's still a president. And you realize that even after the riots, they came right back and certified the elections. Another thing about the, uh, I was going to say 9-11, oh no, January 6th attack. I don't understand why Congress didn't throw out the Congress people who were, who knew about the plans for the insurrection. It's like, okay, we're okay. We, we know you want to kill us. Be my friend. No, there's a difference in, I think you had something to do with it. Then here's the proof. We know you had something to do with it. It, it shouldn't even be, you know, I believe in hearings and everyone should have their quote unquote day in court. But this come on, we got to stop. We know that Trump probably called to some Congress people and some senators and said, you know what? I want you all to do this because he's not going to do it. He's, he was never going to march down to the Capitol with those protesters. Um, and, and miss me with this. It's a protest that got out of hand. No, Black Lives Matter is a protest. What you did was a terrorist attack. I've never, I've never been to a Black Lives Matter protest where someone had uh, beer spray, uh, weapons, um, one of those coats that you wear when you're not a bulletproof jacket, but the coats, the jackets that police officers wear, um, but it's not bulletproof, but it says, oh, this, it's like they, it was too planned. And maybe it got out of a little hand, but I think the violence is what they intended. It's so easy to, to see how that could be, if you think about it. How did they get the drawings of Nancy Pelosi's office? How did, how did Bob from Syracuse, New York, get the, and I'm just using Bob, because I don't know if he came from Syracuse or not, but this is a generic name. How did Bob get those names? Or no, sorry. How did Bob get the plans to the office, the map to the office, the map of the tunnels? Who was giving him that? It was either the congressional staff or the congressperson themselves. It was one or the, the other. You can't tell me that they didn't have any type of knowledge. I didn't, I didn't know. It wasn't me. Yeah, it was. It was either you or your staff. And the fact of this commission um, in Congress investigating itself. What happens, let's just, let's just say they find out that Jim Jordan, another piece of crap, but uh, Jim Jordan had something to do with the attacks and they call him to testify. He's going to go to court. He's not going to testify. He's going to fight, 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 fight. So that's a whole year. We, it's just, we got to stop this. Again, I'm going to say this one more time. We could be using that money for something else and let the Department of Justice do the investigation. We cannot 
keep spending millions of dollars for something that we already know happened. We already know that Trump and his cronies organized this pro, you know, organized this attack to take back power like that was going to work. Like somebody like Mike Pence was gonna say, no, you really won. And think about it. If they're gonna say that, then if Joe Biden loses in four years, could Kamala Harris say, I'm not gonna certify the election? It's ceremonial. And, and the fact that they don't know that, that's really, really sad to me because nothing you're going to do is going to change the outcome. No, I'm not going to say this, but more people want it Biden and less people want it you. We don't like you. We think you're stupid. We think you're manipulative. And we think that you do not have the intelligence of a kindergartner. A kindergartner is smarter than you. The so I gotta take another breath because that one just oh that one that one just that one got me too. Um, the last thing I wanted to talk about, and you know what, I forgot what I was gonna talk about. I knew that I knew right this stuff down was gonna get at me one way or the other. Um, but <clears throat> okay, I do not have COVID. I keep coughing. I don't know why my throat is super dry. Um, I was going to talk about January 6th, talk about Kirsten Cinema, talk about the ministry speech. Da, 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 da. Well, I'll tell you what I want to talk about is this year's congressional races. Republicans have it. They're going to be Speaker of the House. And Kevin McCarthy is going to be the Speaker of the House. And we'll have to hear how evil and corrupt the Democrats are. And I don't know what to make it. I don't know how to prevent it from happening because I don't want it to happen. I have a sick feeling and I'm pretty sure I'm always right. Well, not always right, but most of the time I'm right. If these Republicans get control of the Senate and the House, Biden is a one-term president, period, because they won't pass anything except for military expansion, cuts and stuff. Well, he could veto it, but they'll have enough to uh, override his veto. It's curtains for Joe Biden in terms of a second term. He won't get it. So the Democrats have to figure out something that they can do now to prevent the Republicans from winning in 2022. It looks like it's a done deal to me, and I hope not. But, oh, it just is. And so um, I want to have more thoughts on that, but, of course, they escaped me. So we'll do it this way. I'm going to take a two-minute break to get me something to drink because my throat is killing me, and I'll be right back. Hi, and I'm back. And so I have decided to um, talk about something I didn't even put in the show that I literally thought of when I went on that little mini break because my throat kept itching for some reason, but that's all in the past. So I want to talk about... Uh, Maya Angelou being on the face of a quarter. Now you think, oh, you shouldn't be against this. This lady was an American treasure. Absolutely. But again, this administration seems to major in giving us things we never asked for. Reparations would have been much better. A bill 
was her name on it maybe, that address um, poverty would have been a better way to honor her. But this and Hip Hop Month and um, Juneteenth, we didn't ask for any of those things. And it's like, stop expecting us to be happy with these, again, platitudes. This is another platitude that for some reason you want us to just be so happy with. So just like, yes, we're gonna vote for you. We're gonna do whatever it takes. No, we did not literally ask for this. And I don't want anybody thinking that I'm just insulting the memory of Maya Angelou. I am not. This really makes it like they were just trying to disrespect her. Um, and then, wasn't Harriet Tubman supposed to go on the 20, or was it? No, it was Harriet Tubman. So we started off from $20, now we're down to a quarter. That's about $19.75. I mean, literally, we're just worth a $20 bill? I mean, the work that she did? Stop. Stop insulting the memories of these people that we have in our minds. Stop disrespecting the work that they did, the headway that they made for these silly platitudes to try to get Black people to vote for you. This is completely stupid. Um, it should have, well, I can't say you could veto it because then you'd have another mess on your hands. Like, why did you veto that? But this, again, stop giving us things that we did not ask for um, at all. So that's the abbreviated show, and I know it's abbreviated, but I wanted to uh, say, first of all, it's great to be back. It's great to be back. I am so happy to be back. Um, even though I was really enjoying my self-imposed vacation, but I'm just happy to be back. I'm definitely looking forward to engaging with you all uh, about politics. However, there are some things that I want to do in 2022 and 2023 that I want to kind of talk about, and I might as well just use this time to do. Um, starting not, well, no, I believe starting next week, um, there's going to be a new show called Tracy's Top Five, because 10 is too many. And that's basically just a list of um, top five thinkers top bottoms, um, top things that I like, dislike, top foods, top cartoons, any top fives. Um, I'm looking forward to doing that. Sometimes I'll go solo and sometimes I'll bring guests in. Um, that's going to be available only to our Patreon um, subscribers. And um, so that'll be working. I'm really contemplating moving Thursdays to, with Tracy to Tuesdays. And there's a specific reason I want to possibly do that. But um, I'm seriously thinking about putting it on our Twitch channel, which I know I rarely talk about our Twitch channel, but I'm wanting to get the followers on my Twitch um, increase because I only have one subscriber and that's me. So I really want to move Thursdays to Tracy, if it's still called that and not on Tuesdays. But I, I 
I'm contemplating moving that to Twitch. If not, um, I know in the latter part of this year, or pro- no, not the latter part, in about June, July, I'm going to start live streaming on Facebook, Twitter, not Twitter, uh, Twitch. So Facebook, Twitch, and Yahoo. Um, oh my goodness, YouTube. If I could speak and get a sense together. So I want to live stream on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube all at the same time. That'll either be Thursdays with Tracy or Tuesdays with Tracy. I haven't quite made up my mind. And finally, um, self-promotion. Um, I'm working on a scripted show. And that's something I've wanted to do for a long time doesn't have anything to do with Tracy Media, but this is, well, it has something to do with Tracy Media, but not in the political um, perspective that you're used to seeing me talk about. That's going to be a tremendous undertaking. You'll hear me talking more about it. And of course, I want to thank everyone for watching this. I know it was an abbreviated show. I promise to be back um, with Tracy Takes On probably not this week, but next week. Um, I, I, like I said, I had a great vacation, but I really, really wanted to get in here, say hello, that I'm back, and um, invite you to hit the notification button, like, share, comment, subscribe, and support me on Patreon. I really appreciate you all. Have a fantastic day, and I'll see you next week. Bye.